on tonight's first down under. The Eagles are in the hunt. Six and seven, baby, in control of their own destiny on Sunday. We also had the game of the year between the two best teams in the NFC. Plus, we've got to talk about Charlie's heartbreaking fantasy loss. It was mm. brutal. And uh, are you ready to tell us all about that one, Chess? Can't wait. Let's do it. Let's go! Hello, you play to win the game. Boof! I love that. Playoffs? Yeah, 58, I just hope we can win a game. You've got to always protect the McNuggets. Nice. I don't look at the project. Oh, my goodness. Red Wow. And this is first down under week 14 in the books, and it always feels a little bit better when your team wins, of course. Philadelphia. Yeah. Getting the W in Monday Night Football, but that's not the biggest story of the weekend. There's a lot happening. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers are uh, scary. George Kittle is a freak. Machine. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens getting yet another win. They're stacking them against all the best teams in the AFC. Chaz. They certainly are. Charlie. Uh, my name's Zach, of course. Joined, of course. as always, by Charlie Fantasy King. Chaz, oh. been a tough day for you today. Tough day. Uh, a really tough day. Yep. A close loss. Very close. Uh, a loss uh, that I thought was a win 24 hours ago. Uh, trusted Phillies. Are we going to do fantasy now or are we going to do it later? I think we're going to talk uh, the game first. Let's talk let's, the game. Let's recap Monday Night Football. It was, of course, in Lincoln Financial Field. Joe Tessitore and the big man, Booger McFarlane. Take us there. How did it sound? What Eli comes up with here. Downfield, wide open, he's got him again! Manning to Slayton, score it! My oh my, what a rebirth we have tonight with Eli Manning! 55-yard touchdown! Wentz, pressure to the end zone, he catches it to Zach Ertz! Eli's grabbing that helmet. Eagles are an extra point away from tying this game. It's a great throw by Carson Wentz, but it's even... A better route by Zach Ertz. Wentz to the end zone, wide open. They did it. Zach Ertz, eat that W, Philly. Did he say eat that W? That eat Jam- that W. Stole that one from Jameis. Is that what he said? Eat that W, Philly. He loves it. Eagles, of course, advanced to six and seven, tied for first place. In the NFC East, right there with the Cowboys. Eli Manning, the return game, of course. Uh, some first-half heroics, Chaz. From he the actually looked end. really good. Yeah. He came out of the blocks early, and they're up 17-3 at half. And it was looking like a classic Eli comeback game, and a, and a game that would question Daniel Jones' starting job. <laughs> He'd certainly. You still as, as, we ex- as we expected, him. though. As we expected to do that. Yeah. And then uh, and Philly just turned it on the second half. They got their big guys involved. Eli completely shut the bed in the second half. Saquon didn't do too much. And uh, they just keep chipping away at this Giants defense with the inclusion of Zach Ertz, who just completely dominated the pretty much the whole second half in overtime. He is a specialist. He is. When, uh, when everything is on the line. Uh, of course, Eli, as you were saying, mate, he was playing like a Super Bowl against the Patriots was on the line in that first half. Yeah. He was hitting Darius Slayton. He was looking for Sterling Shepard. No, Evan Ingram. Saquon, still not quite his usual self. I think that injury has mm. been plaguing him all year. Uh, and the Eagles lost all of their receivers. And that sounds like an over-exaggeration. It, it's almost completely true. They have one wide receiver left. And I should try and remember his name because he came up big. Caden Smith? 
I don't think that was him. You talking about the Eagles or the Giants? Eagles. Oh, the Eagles. I say Whiteside. No, he was out. He was out by. Oh, the Boston half. Scott. No, he's running back. Ah, one more. I can't guy. see anyone here. Well, that that doesn't. Bode Josh Perkins. Well. Yeah, he's a tight end. Yeah. So, Greg Ward. Greg Ward. Greg Ward. Jeez, research here. Sounds is, like a CB. It, it yeah, like a receiver. Greg Ward. Uh, to be honest, yeah. it sounds like he should be working at CBA. Yeah. Uh, offering me some kind of mortgage, but yeah. Uh, Greg Ward doing some outstanding things. Of course, uh, Jeffrey went down with an injury. He, uh, after the game, said something popped. So that's yeah. not good. Uh, Aguilar was out. Yeah, Jay Jaw, uh, as I like to call him, JJ Arcega Whiteside, oh, yeah, out with yeah. an injury as well. Uh, Lane Johnson also going down. So a gutsy win from the Eagles, Chaz. And I got to tell you, we're winning the East. You winning the East? Yeah, I think you are. We're winning I think the you East. are. I think you look at the division. I think that the, the Cowboys have the Rams next week. They're they're fucking cooking. We know that. Oh yeah. And Philly's remainder of schedule. I haven't seen the last two games, but they do travel to Washington next week. No easy beats, as we saw uh, at Lambeau. But it'll be interesting to see <laughs> how that AFC shapes up with only one team coming out of that division. You would think that's my analysis following nice. watching Booger. Uh, well, I'm telling you, mate, we're winning the A. Seattle is coming uh, back to the link. Yep. They beat us once. and, and I, 17 to 9, though. I always say, beat us once, shame on you. Beat us twice. You're not going to beat us something again. else. Uh, because it's tough to beat a, t- a team twice in one season, Chess. It is. As, uh, as I couldn't know. tell you the last time it's happened. Nope. Might have been... Um, Patriots every year against Packers the over the Lions. Uh, uh, perhaps. For the last decade. But I'm completely back in. to see... I think, yeah, I think Philly, we, we were talking about it at halftime over text. We were saying how, how completely screwed Philly were yep. uh, against a 2-9 and nine team. 2-10 uh, and ten team, actually. 2-10 and ten now. Backs against the wall. 2-11. No, 2-11 now. Wow. So 2-10. And, um, and Carson Wentz just responded emphatically. Uh, Doug Peterson made some massive calls in the second half. And, yeah, this team got it done. They stayed, it, they've, they've stayed alive. It was unbelievable. I, I believe uh, there are Finally, we're able to knock off a two-win team. It's, yeah, it's I think been that's a bugaloo of this team uh, for yeah. a while, the Eagles. Uh, so now you can knock off a two-win team. And, you know, you got the Redskins coming in. They've got three wins, so uh, a much stronger side. Yeah, but uh, hopefully, you know, we can get it done and stay in the hunt and uh, knock off the Cowboys eventually, who also look terrible. Chaz, I put on my, uh, I put my, we just won the Super Bowl card on the line. Yep. Fortunately. I still get to hold on to that. You do get to hold on to that for sure. Um, uh, I think two years is 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 a, is a big enough buffer. You can still hold on to the card no matter what happens this year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think I will. I think I'll have to. Yeah. I think I will genuinely have to. Uh, a quick question, right? Giants. They've only got two wins. Cincinnati mm-hmm. have one. They could accidentally win another game. The Bengals. Yeah. They could beat the Patriots next week. They got the, <laughs> they the Patriots coming to town. Well, absolutely. On onto uh, onto Foxborough or onto Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, are you thinking this Joe Burrow kid? From LSU. It looks like the number one pick. Say Pat Shermer gets fired. David Gettleman gets fired. You got the GM and the coach who brought in Daniel Jones out the door. And Joe Burrow is sitting there, pick number one. He is a bona fide superstar to the Giants. Consider moving on from Daniel Jones after one year. Absolutely. If, if they have the chance, I love the move. Yep. Completely set the, reset the tone for this whole franchise, like the Niners did a couple of years ago. Yeah. And they got John Lynch in. They got the little cheeky Jimmy G trade mid-year and they're starting to build. They've got a championship caliber team in San Francisco. I would absolutely pull the trigger. Daniel Jones will get picked up by some other enough team on a six-year deal. I love everything about it. Give Saquon a guy he can fucking believe in. See, that's the thing. And see what happens to this team. They got some, they got some talented pieces on the offensive side. I've seen them 
Twitter, people talking about Ch- Chase Young. He's a superstar. The, the Giants is a big, uh, is like a defensive end. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, he's sacked the sacked the quarterback type player. Yeah. Type operator. People yeah. say, oh, well, we'll get a high pick and we can pick up that guy. I'm thinking, Joe Burrow's out there. Yeah, what mate. do you care? He's a freak. What do you care about defense? Exactly. You just have Wentz to 23 yards, 23 points. Sorry, you don't need to worry about defense. Uh, get Joe yeah. Burrow. Ish, get him in. Yeah, if that, if that's an opportunity, I, I can't see the Bengals giving that giving that up though. I mean, nah, they'll no, they'll no. dish out the red rifle for some cash. Look, it's probably not going to happen, picks. but it's it's, yeah. it's just in play. So, so currently, getting... Burrow is going to Cincinnati. Burrow is going. To, he's an Ohio boy. Goodness gracious! Yeah, terrible for tough, him. Tough, tough, uh, tough slotting for the big man. But t- yeah. big winner here is Tua, who got injured, but will now not go to a shit team. He'll probably get picked up by like Patriots, Bears, I don't know, whatever. Patriots, um, Patriots. Yeah. Bears would love to see the Bears game. But uh, yeah, I mean Philly, it, it was pretty miserable to be honest to be to be contested. It was a shit. I mean, it was a shit game. Eli. It, it really lit game, up at the end. But they did what they needed to do, and miraculously, they're in control of that division. Uh, um, so yeah. Charlie, I, yeah. I think we've quickly, and we'll spend 45 seconds on fantasy because no one cares about yeah. fantasy teams that they've never heard of, but the playoffs are on. Mm-hmm. Charlie, you and I both made it. I had a buy uh, for my superior team. I wasn't aware. You uh, you played a game this week. I did. Against uh, a good friend of yours, Ben. Yeah, Ben. Tight uh, contest. So it was a tight contest. So I essentially was up 16 going to Monday Night Football. Had the Philly D and Jake Elliott. Uh, he had Saquon and Zach Ertz. It's going pretty pedestrian the whole game. Saquon's got like three points. Philly D's doing their job, giving up points to Eli, but still doing okay. Gets the kind of two-minute period. Philly are driving down the field. I'm thinking, okay, this is not bad. Maybe they kick a field goal, do an onside kick, see what happens, but at least get Elliott on the ball, the kicker. Throw a touchdown to Zach Ertz, goes to overtime. I'm thinking, okay, I'm completely fucked here. Delete the app. Get back into the lads' chat, Ben. Saying I'm on here. You were still up by a point. At I was this still point. up by zero point five four. So literally any carry by Saquon or a catch by Ertz, the game's over. However, you also have Jake Elliott who could I also kick have Jake the Elliott who could field kick goal. the game-winning field goal. So Three I'm points. thinking Philly. I thought the Giants had won the toss. Philly had won. You know, got back possession and kicked the winning game-winning field goal. And uh, not the case. Thirty-two. <laughs> Zach Ertz touchdown. And that was that. So questioning whether I come back next year. I don't think I will. <laughs> um, because the the pain I get from this league outweighs any kind of joy I get from winning and seeing that fucking green bar shift across. <laughs> I just can't that do percentage? it. I'm sorry. Every time it goes it red. Brutal. It was one of the most brutal losses. It was the most brutal loss. I don't think you've done it justice just in I how, haven't done it justice. You can't encapsulate it in a minute you were, you, how bad it was. You were seeing red because last night, uh, feeling pretty confident. I was looking at players for next week. I was looking at the waiver wire. I was doing some <laughs> deals with you and sussing out. You know, you know, if I pick up this guy, you you can go that guy. That's fine. Even offered to buy you a barn me. Not yeah. to pick up AJ. Not Brown. to pick up AJ Brown, who would have given me the win next week. So look, in a way, it's good that it's over. It's like a bad relationship. I can I can move on. It's in the back of my mind. Uh, I would have lost anyway next week. To lose, so a- to be honest, I think it's I think it's better. Yeah, uh, yeah. To I think overall, a- it's better to lose a playoff game. In the last play of the last game of the round, I don't think there's. I think you'd rather your real team in real life uh, be dominant in the playoffs than a quality fantasy league going well for you and your team just beating Eli Manning. Where was I the... think I know what I'd rather have. <laughs> Where was the last? And I'm time... content with that. Uh, I, I, I actually am. can't remember the last time Green Bay were in, in the playoffs. We're the best number two seed in recent memory, so that's fine. <laughs> we will go. We will definitely get. We to just Green beat the Bay. Redskins at home. It's a brutal. Uh, the only thing that was more brutal than that loss for you, mate, was of course the uh, the commentary Oof. of Monday Night Football. 
Joe Tessitore, Booger McFarland. Yeah. Uh, I think we're starting to look back at the days of Jason Witten and thinking, yeah, well, hey, he could get a go. Wasn't that bad? Yeah, yeah. Was it that bad, Chaz? I think I, I, I turned it on to listen to the first half. I think it was halfway through the first quarter. Uh, and we'll go with Booger first, Philly. <laughs> Uh, and he's just talking about the, the Eagles offense and how what Doug Peterson is doing to this team. And he said, Zach Ertz caught a 12-yard catch for a first down. He said, he said, look at this. Wentz throws the ball to Ertz. Ertz turns his head, makes the catch. And that's why he's one of the best tight ends in the game. And that was some powerful commentary. <laughs> it's strong stuff. Yeah. Every time you hear Joe talk, he's like explaining every we go. minute detail yeah. of the play. But like, make it sound so epic. Yeah. Yeah. Carson Wentz, <laughs> number 11, Eagles, first down. Quarterback <laughs> for Philadelphia. Drafted, of course, <laughs> in 2016. Number two pick. Have yourself a day. <laughs> you see right here, he connects with Wentz. Uh, so, uh, Ernst connects with Wentz. And so Wentz with Ertz. And, and, and that's what makes him one of the best tight ends in the league. Uh, you know, uh, credit to Doug Peterson and, and his creative offense. The best was hearing him talk about Eli. Yeah. Eli's the best. He loves Eli. Eli, best. Eli Manning. Completion to Darius Slayton. Five yards, <laughs> second, and three. Yeah, what are you going to see wow. here, John? John, is what we call it a slant. He's going to go to the outside and catch the ball. That is a, it's a credit to Pat Shermer and this offense. But that, that's, why, that's why Joe Mara and, and the uh, entire Giants organization <laughs> brought in uh, Pat Shermer <laughs> and, and this elite. Uh, uh, a, a passing attack. An offensive-minded coach. Uh, they play physical. Unbelievable. They play physical <laughs> football, and we love it. Eli Manning, back <laughs> from the grave. Sacked. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at his brother, Peyton. Of course, Peyton Manning. Peyton, uh, that's it. Played for the Denver Broncos in 2015. <laughs> Super Bowl <laughs> champion. Also played for the Colts. We remember, we remember that team. Uh, they called Lucas Oil Stadium their home. <laughs> owned by... Jim Ursay. Protect this house. One of their many <laughs> sayings. Yeah, it's a credit to their Colts team. <laughs> I mean, obviously, their uniforms are blue and white. A very popular color scheme across the league. Ah, <clears throat> oh, it's good stuff. Down to No Michelle. matter what game it is, they make it interesting. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> They're building a crowd for Monday Night Football. I think Seriously. Yeah, so they should be back next year. We're excited for that. Yeah. Um, Jeez, a uh, bit of a tangent there. Let's uh, let's move on. So, obviously, tough loss for you and the Giants. Uh, the Giants stay in contention for uh, a very high, 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 high pick. Chaz, let's move on to what we learned. And what we learned was that there are two standout teams in the NFC. What a run by George Kittle. Take it on, everybody. 
It was a beast of a game. Game of the year, a lot of people are calling it, of course, Charlie. It wasn't Sunday night football. but No, I... it wasn't. I thought that, but I thought it also adds the significance of the game. Yeah, I mean, I thought you were playing Rams Seahawks, but 49ers Saints, uh, equally as applicable for a, for a Sunday night deserves, game. Deserves a Sunday night football game. It deserves a Sunday night football game. Absolutely. Uh, and going into this game, we thought, of course, these two proud defenses will share 94 points on the field. Uh, we knew... Breeze would go for six touchdowns and 40 fantasy. That's what we forgot to mention. Charlie benched what? Drew Breeze. Yeah, okay. The playoffs. He'd shut the bed. I don't, I don't regret that decision. I know it did cost me uh, a fantasy playoff berth, but I do not regret that decision. I stuck with my boy Tannehill at 28. Look, I, he I delivered. Sleep Tannehill that. did Tannehill as much as you expected. I, I wouldn't have kept. Anyway, fantasy's done for me, but the Niners and Saints, Drew Breeze, Tessitore will put it better, but have yourself a day. He had 29 for 45 touchdowns and a rushing. He looked as good as he's looked back in the fucking 2012 days, back in the early 2010s. I bet. You know what I'm saying? The Saints yeah. offense was rolling. Even with Alvin Kamara doing jack shit with 25 <laughs> yards on the ground. Latavius Murray obviously doing a bit. Jared Cook, two touchdowns early. He had that concussion. I'm not sure about your fantasy. You don't have a tight end. Uh, that's obviously a concern. Um, Michael I'm Thomas continuing to ball out 134 yards. This Saints team was unbelievable, but equally the 49ers, just as solid. Jimmy G, 73% of his passes, four touchdowns. Wow. Yes, he threw a pick, but it was off. I think it was off Sanders' hands. It was like a tip drill. But led this team down the field late, 63 yards, and for a last-minute field goal. This said everything about the 49ers. I think it told us a bit about the Saints, but it proved to me that the 49ers could take it anywhere. Mate, we've been talking about Jimmy G all year, and you know there have been some people that just think he's uh, he's a one trick pony. He's, he's a pedestrian. A, he's pedestrian. He's landed in a good offense. Disagree. I think he's a great quarterback. I'd love to have him as my quarterback. I know Kyle Shanahan makes a lot of people look good. He made Matt Ryan, you know, look good in the Super Bowl uh, MVP. Yeah, um, for that year, and of course uh, RG three, another one, mm. uh, another one. But Jimmy Garoppolo, as you said, just he's a stud. And I really believe in this team because they can get into a shootout. They show they can win in a different way. Same can be said for the Saints because we had some serious question marks about how explosive this offense was. Whether it was with Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Brees, we were worried that they couldn't get it done if the defense wasn't holding up. Defense wasn't holding up Mm. tonight. Uh, Raheem Mostert, I don't think anyone knew that he was going to explode for the game that he had. Emmanuel Sanders, holy shit. That guy can still play. Uh, uh, he's playing the best football of his life. That Debo touchdown Samuel. throw. Debo Samuel. Those 32 guys years are, old. Emmanuel. Sanders and Debo are now the top two targets for Jimmy G in this passing attack. Kendrick Bourne had two touchdowns, only three catches for 18 yards. Yeah, he's doing a few little things. Pull all these receivers out of their ass, and they, they can absolutely Quick, play. Quick, speedy receivers. But, Loving what I'm saying. Um, that uh, Saints offense showed that they're back on. They're firing. Yeah. Hopefully, Jared Cook not down for too long, as mm. you mentioned. Mm. Not just for me, but for this offense, because I think he's the number two target and a big threat. Yeah. Don't know where Kamara's gone. Oh, he's completely complete. Big right question the year. mark uh, there. I think yep. he's way more injured than he lets on, or maybe this is just who he is. Yeah. Um, Latavius Murray, of course, getting a lot of carries. Uh, well, not getting a lot of carries, but getting a lot of yards. Seven attempts for 69. Yep. Um, pretty good result there. I do want to touch on, I know we touched on the, you know, the high scoring, but I think the use of Taysom Hill in this Saints offense. And what they're doing with the run pass option and Taysom Hill and the fact that, I don't know if you know this, but he played quarterback. Did he? And he can also run the football. So I think... Wait, which player? Taysom Hill. He's number seven for the Saints. He's yeah, right. He normally lines up in the shotgun. But I think they, they, they like to use him on... Is he on, the black guy with third. the gloves? Yeah. They like, they like to... That? No, that's, that's Bridgewater. Oh. They, like to use, <laughs> they, they like to use him on third down and short. And what the commentators point out, which no one really knows, 
is that it is a credit to Sean Payton's offense <laughs> um, and how they utilize him in this Saints team and how it's revolutionized their their attack, especially in Louisiana. Player. In, in, in the Superdome. What they do with Taysom Hill will really add that piece that no team is aware of now in yep. the playoffs. So I think that's a, that's a weapon that could be the difference for them. Taysom Hill, again, proving his worth. I think he had two yards on the, on the ground. Yeah, wow. Uh, Dangerous. So I think awesome, awesome stuff from him. 49ers, though, the George Kittle play we got to talk about. Oh, man. I, get to talk about I mean, this nice. guy is just a fucking beast. He doesn't have two brain cells to put together. Check on check on Mike'd up, Mike'd up week 13 access. This guy is fucking retarded, <laughs> but he knows routes and he knows how to get shit done. And you know who he reminds me of, G? Jeremy Shockey. <laughs> Maybe. But Rob Gronkowski. Oh, of course. And, and this is who we've been missing. He immediately fills those shoes. And yeah. He's a beast. He can block. He's going to be the best tight end in the league for the next 10 years. Dead set. Yeah. He's yeah. like a Nebraska Gronkowski. Yeah, couldn't put it better myself. Yeah. Don't even know what Nebraska really means. That's like a, you know, a country like, redneck type region. He's, a, he's got the dodgy hair. He's got the tats. Totally. He's way more redneck than yeah. Gronk. Gronk's like Miami party guy. Looks like he just pulled him out of the trailer park and said, play play some football. And he said, let's go. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, and he, that face mask was incredible. I don't know what the fuck Williams was thinking. Nightmare. But that was massive. It was that beautiful. Four, that fourth and two. That play was going to be remembered forever, uh, I think, and especially for as long as George Kittle's playing, we'll be talking about that play. Feels like the Saints are on the ta- are on the the wrong end of a lot of those kind of plays. Obviously, there mm. was the Beast Quake, where uh, in the playoffs, the, five years ago, uh, ten, 10 years ago, ten years ago, Jeez. yeah, it was. That's Hasselbeck ago. days. Yeah, it yeah. was ten years ago. They had a different uniform. Yeah, but Beast Quake runs through. People can't tackle him. Amazing highlight, forever remembered. The Minneapolis miracle, amazing highlight, will always be remembered. Saints go down. And, of course, now George Kittle getting face masked for 30 yards. Lazard did a pretty good corner route on him last year, I'm pretty sure, for Green Green Bay. I remember that. Yeah. It got him him good in week two. Lazard's Uh, uh, the the threat. (laughs) Speaking of of Green Bay, mate. Oh, sorry. You oh, no, no, we finished, but, we'll but we finished. But I think the Saints. I think the Saints will obviously be in the wild card, currently hosting the Vikes. I think the 49ers established themselves as the clear front runner in the NFC. I prefer post Seahawks. I prefer possibly. the Super Bowl going through San Francisco. Absolutely. I don't think it should go through Seattle. I just don't no, think Seattle. I don't think the vibe. Good. I don't think the vibe. Sick of seeing NFC title games there. Yeah, yeah, we've seen it. We've seen Cold, this before. It's wet. It's on Fox. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, it's in the same shit. And you know what? I don't care. Seattle always win he tight thro- games. And Russell throws some fucking bomb to lock it down the sideline. It'll be some fluke play, yeah. and they go to the Super Bowl. DJ, I'm Mecca. sick of seeing it. DK, yeah. not DJ. DJ. Um, but we were talking about Green Bay uh, and Lazard's play last year, week Lizard. two. Dangerous play, Lazard, but chess. Almost started him. At Green Bay, by <laughs> default, the worst number two seed in recent memory. Absolutely they are. And this is from a faithful Green Bay man uh, that has a flag in his room at the age of 26. <laughs> uh, That's true. What is this? <laughs> with, uh, they, all they had to do was show me that this team can click on offense against the fucking Deadskins. And they just got over the line. They won 20 to 15 in Lambeau. Aaron Jones, have yourself a day. But Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he did some nice things. But can Jimmy Graham fucking stand on his feet? Every time he makes a completion of Jimmy Graham, he's stacking. And then he celebrates like he's just run an 80-yard <laughs> touchdown. I'm like, mate, you don't fuck off for four years. I think he's got weak calves, Chaz. Because once he gets the force of a football in his body, he just yeah. collapses, right? Yeah. it's uh, Yeah, it's brutal. He's not even a poor man's Gronk. He's so far below that, I can't yeah. even put it into terms. He's more of a Mercedes, a poor man's Mercedes Lewis, if anything. 
Yeah, who is who's also on, my on team. the team. <laughs> who's not getting utilized. <laughs> so Pull the Mercedes out of the driveway, mate. Tell the floor to get it. Exactly right. Compressor. Tell the floor to get it fucking going. But they did not do anything to show me any... Give me any confidence with Trubisky coming to town next week. It's a, it is a concern because Trubisky. Uh, it is a tough slate. Might be for Green playing, Bay. Might be the, might be the more informed quarterback right now. You want to say battle tested in Baltimore? Listen, listen to Green Bay's next three: Bears at home, Kirk Cousins on Monday night. He balls, and Detroit. Has Kirk Cousins got another Monday night football game? Yeah, That's and Detroit insane. week seventeen. So this team. They'll be happy with the remainder of the schedule to say, look, we face the teams we need to Don't face. sleep on we- Taylor <laughs> <laughs> They need to fucking study for it because that's the number two seed. The Blower Hour. Uh, absolutely. This team could be hosting a big game in Lambeau for the division. How about, so, how about I a think week off absolute- Matt LaFleur out of this Green Bay <laughs> offense? That's unbelievable. It's always as much of a piss take as Philly and Dallas in the NFC. It almost is. It's more. It's almost more of a, like at the same level of offensive. Yeah. That they've got All the, the Texans hosting a game. But After what happened this week. There, there's a pathway, mate. Absolutely. There's a pathway, and they're saying NFL.com, they've got their top nine Super Bowl contenders. They've got Green Bay at four. They've got Baltimore wow. one, uh, Niners two, Chiefs three, Packers four, because they have Aaron Rodgers. Their defense is okay. Aaron Jones know. can ball out. You know, there's a there's an element of them they can be like they can beat a good team. It's like it's if only, it goes their way. As long as Green Bay only play the first quarter and then they decide exactly. to end the game. If they end it, they should due be to fine. Increment weather. Yeah. Increment or inclement. They will, I think increments a number. I think increment Inclement sound, weather. But inclement, incremental? Yeah, maybe right. Let me Google it. Just fucking Google it. Yeah, but um, as we say, uh, you Google that while I say, uh, Green Bay seem to be, uh, as is sometimes the case with a new head coach and a new coordinator, yeah. Um, yeah. they're very structured in the first quarter. They've got everything laid out. They know what they're going to do. But as soon as they need to make adjustments, uh, things become a little more difficult. Yeah, they'll, they'll run a few plays there on Jones. They'll do a few green 18... Green 18, play action, Devontae Adams. Hut, and then their defense hut. might make a play. We'll be up hut. we'll be up 20 to 3, and then we'll just check out. Yeah. And they might be like 20 to 17. And then, and then we'll sudden, win. You're looking down the barrel of Adrian Peterson and Dwayne Haskins. Also, attacking final Packers headline, Mike McCarthy pondering a 2020 return. So if LaFleur doesn't step up, there could be. Uh, 2020 return to the Packers or to yeah, coaching? He's eyed an NFL 20 re- uh, return in 2020. Doesn't know where it, doesn't know where it might be going. Yeah, oh yeah, but uh, yeah. I think the Giants are looking at him. I can see. Like I said, Brown's picking him up, mate. Yeah, that'd be good. Just get Freddie out of town. He's getting an even fatter guy. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. That's what's wrong with our team. We are, Our head coach is not fat enough. <laughs> we will be bringing so, in anyway, McCarthy. I'm excited for the pack. Andy Reid declined. <laughs> Matt Patrish. Matt uh, But anyway, that is that is interesting. Oh, fine. Next one to talk about. While we're on the NFC, obviously, what happened on Sunday night to Danger Russ and this Seattle team, oh, uh, this Rams resurgence is off the chops. You know, I was going to start the chats. Uh, but chats. a defensive showing from what we haven't really seen from the Rams. I know they did blow up on the Cardinals last week, 34-7. to But they kept Russ in containment, held, the, held Seattle to 12 points. And Jared Goff made enough plays. The, the key storyline for me, though, was Todd Gurley. Yeah, nice. And he was absolutely balling out, making those big plays. Had a nice truck stick run for a touchdown late in the game. Uh, this Rams team are pesky in the NFC playoff hunt. They are just outside the playoff picture. If things do go their way, they have Dallas next week. So, you know, if, if the team gets hot, they can do some damage. They have one of the more difficult roads to getting into the playoffs just based on the fact that they've got Seattle and San Francisco. Oof, I didn't see that. In, I just saw Dallas. In their division. Okay. And they've got to play Cross them. them off. But yeah, the pathway's there. They Cross control, them off. They control their own They're destiny. done. <laughs> They're not beating Seahawks. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's a challenge. Um, she told me it's that. Their first their first uh, <laughs> first half against the Seahawks was unbelievable. By the way, uh, yeah. they look they look like the Rams of old. They were they were killing them, and that seems to be the case every time the Rams play the Seahawks. Whether it's uh, you know, last year when they looked like the best offense ever, or whether it's when Jeff Fisher was coordinating for them. For whatever reason, they play the Seahawks hard. Steve Spagnola. Prote- yeah. When he was on defense. He's dangerous. He, he was on defense. He was, yeah. Being yeah. on the defense. On the defense. Unit. But, uh, uh, okay. The Seahawks, they've, lo- they've only won games by sort of less than a possession, and they haven't blown anyone out. Their point differential is middle of the pack. The Chargers have a better point differential than them. In Oops. fact, theirs is pretty good. What is this Seahawks team, Chats? Because if they're a wild card team, you'd imagine they'd get a win against, obviously, one of the two NFC East teams. But are they a threat out of home? I think they are, if they're traveling to Dallas, for sure. And I still think, no matter how good the Niners are, and even if they host the divisional game, I still can see Seattle going in there and pulling it out. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's Russell Wilson, which it is. But... Potential. I don't know. I mean, they're going to shit the bed soon, and it's 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 better to be shitting the bed in week twelve against the uh, week fourteen against the Rams than in the in the playoffs. So, I think this team is still just as good as I thought a week ago. I think the Rams are starting to play some good football, but I think Seattle are the most dangerous team in the NFC outside the 49ers. I, I like that uh, the youngest coach in the NFL plays the oldest coach in the NFL twice a year, and we get reminded of it every time. Like even well, look at the age difference here. Well, it's like it's uh, bloody sixty-five years. Al Michaels and uh, Collins were talking about as, well. Uh, yeah, dude, I what's your out? You see, you forget if you, you if forget. You, don't you think need I... to hear it, and then, of course, Pete Carroll with the Seahawks at seventy-two, he'll finish oh, like that's that. Not bad. And Chris Collins with, wow, look <laughs> at that age gap, Al. I mean, you talk about these guys all the time. I had a chance to talk to them before the game. <laughs> I just talked to them during the week, and, and, uh, and they confirmed it. Their their age difference is. <laughs> Rather large is, is, is what it says well, on when that When Sean board. McVay was born, uh, you know, Pete Carroll's out there coordinating play. Anyway. Um, oh, it's exciting yeah, stuff, brutal, Al. Uh, brutal uh, Chris. We'll work on that for next no, week. No, Chris is fine. Al. Sorry, Al. Al. But, so uh, Pete Carroll, 76. <laughs> Pete Carroll. He's got Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, no. He's not like that. No, he's not. That's too not. That's too nice. Yeah, he's more muffed. We'll get. We'll work on that. No one likes. And it's caught. No, I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Might be the best catch of ever. Wow. Uh, But anyway, the Rams resurgence. So that's good. Uh, Let's talk about what was confirmed for us this week. Tick. Uh, Of course, everything there was just learned. But what's confirmed is that the Titanahill mania continues, mate. Titanahill. Under pressure, going to throw it deep, has his man open down the middle of the field, and he's got him, A.J. Brown, to the end zone for the touchdown. 91 yards. Tanner Hill. He's awesome. The guy is playing out of his mind. I think the Titans are definitely going to keep him at the end of the season. They're working on a contract, apparently. Just give him 10 years. Give him John Gruden. Uh, it, it's and it's wild to think this guy was dead in the water. We've been, I mean, we've played two straight weeks of Tanner Hill. Love and highlights, and mm-hmm. I mean, Miami's going to be looking at themselves, wondering why do we let this guy go, Chad? Yeah, they 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 really do. And Tannehill, uh, this team, literally, I think what five or six weeks ago, looking down the barrel with Marcus Mariota, four years of just sheer torture yeah. uh, and and real two and four real irrelevance. Uh, and they were kind of questioning Mike Vrabel early, but Tannehill has been playing absolutely lights out. You wonder if he's just been playing long enough. He's just finally clicking. 
He's got Derek Henry in the backfield who's just playing absolute freak. He's probably the best running back in the game as we speak. 100%. Derek Henry. It's almost like he's just getting yards willy for nilly. Uh, no one I'd rather Two have. touchdowns. Oh, just an absolute bull, and you wouldn't want to play him in fantasy. Uh, the receiving <laughs> game is huge. AJ Brown, 153, two touchdowns. I love the names. Kari, blazing game. Michael Pruitt. It's like uh, Ken Peel did it. Oh, my God, it is. It's so the yeah. Ken Peel sketch. Yeah. TJ Shep. But they have some Shep. nice nice pieces on offense, and the defense is playing well. It's a spirited football team. Yes, they beat the Raiders. It was 21 apiece at some stage, and I was thinking, oh, Oakland might just pull this one out. This is exactly the type of game which would really fuck with their fans mentally yeah, 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 after yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. last week um, and losing to the Jets. But the Titans, just a dominant performance and a massive game of the week next week, hosting the Sean and the Texans for that division, that, that, which that. I favor the Titans. Heavily. Yes, favorably. Heavily. Heavily. The call there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, we've got to remember like the reason T- Ryan Tannehill might be popping right now is he had a major handicap in the early part of his career in that his coaches were Joe Philbin and then Adam Gase. Tough spot for any quarterback. Mm. Uh, and now for him to be able to flourish with this defensive minded coach who's not going to screw him up. Uh, has we, and we, we've seen the, the result of that. You know, the Titans are playing so well now that I'm not offended by their uniforms. Mm. That is how. That's how you know a team's oh, playing good. Oh, they wear good. a horrific kit. I don't like their kit, but all of a if sudden, it wasn't for that dark blue helmet. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a hard sell. It would be, but right now I'm like, ah, I get it. I'm like, I wonder if the Bucks won the Super Bowl. If I'd be like, ah, yeah, I don't mind their yeah, outfit. I like I like the Bucks outfit. You like the Bucks yeah, I love, outfit? I love the their digital helmet. clock. I love on their, their helmet. Oh, the helmet's good. Yeah, I'll give you that. Good. Yeah, it's a good helmet. So yeah, I think the Titans do knock off the Texans next week. Uh, and I don't know the remainder of their schedule, but I think they play some other nuggies, which is huge for them. But uh, very excited about this football team. Moving on to the next point of what was confirmed, the Texans cannot be trusted. Well, absolutely. We're talking about the AFC South. The Texans coming off a monster win against the Patriots on Sunday night football. Everyone's up and about. The the defensive... This uh, team is legit. The defense is dressing up as SWAT teams and average Joes, and we're all having a laugh. And then Drew Locke... Just said, Gets not today, fellas. 38 to 3, hitting Noah Fant and Cortland Sutton, Philip Lindsay. They're dominating. They're absolutely dominating. And the scoreline, of course, Patrick. does not reflect. Andrew Beck. They're yeah. just studs of this uh, Denver team. <laughs> Drew Locke, though, looking like a oh, superstar. Um, 22 for 27, 309, three touchdowns. Happy days. I should Jesus. have got a bloody highlight Lock it up. that good. But this is obviously not about the 5 and 8 Broncos, who are still in the hunt. Uh, but the Texans, yes. uh, I never, I've never trusted the Texans. I didn't trust them last year. They were my team though last year. Uh, yes, uh, but were. I've never trusted them with Bill O'Brien in charge. I think this team is flaky at best. They win occasionally good games on, you know, in a primetime setting. DeAndre Hopkins catches a few balls and everyone's losing their fucking minds. I think this team won't make the playoffs. They beat the Patriots last week who was suspect as we know on offense. And I really think there's nothing more to say about this team. Yeah, it's it's a worry. They're they're an absolute coin flip team. You don't know what you're going to get. I don't know if their defense is terrible or okay. I don't know if their offense can really move the ball or if it's always in garbage time because obviously that score doesn't really reflect the game. Yeah. Um, Deshaun Watson with some late uh, fantasy football heroics, I'm sure for some people. He put up 30 on the day despite that performance, but... Yeah, I don't know. I, I would not trust the Texans anywhere, despite the fact they beat the Patriots, because let's move on to the Patriots. They're a team that we're a bit worried about. That yep. offense is a huge concern. And despite the fact that there were some pretty controversial calls against the Patriots, of course, we think of the Stephon Gilmore uh, blown dead 
um, but he ran it back for a touchdown on that turnover. Or, of course, the Nikhil Harry foot. Foot was on the line. Mm. They called it out. Uh, Lost. It wasn't out. Uh, you know, if you're a Patriots fan, you've got a right to be a little bit pissed off about that. But at the end of the day, mate, the offense is just not looking good. It's, it's a trick, not trick good play well. offense. It's not looking good. They've got no running game whatsoever with Sony, Sony Michelle and James White. Uh, so they're really not getting any activity out of there, either with Burkhead. You know, Brady's literally, unless there's a play in the first two, 1.5 to two seconds, he's just throwing it down. If he takes one massive hit, he's pretty much done for the year or for his whole career, more likely. Um, but this Patriots team, they... Brady, a similar story throughout the rest of the year. He has not been able to throw to anyone. Edelman's his only kind of trustworthy receiver. The tight end position, I don't even know who they got back there. And the defense isn't playing well enough to sustain it. I mean, the Chiefs only scored 23. Holding Mahomes to a touchdown and 280 yards is a pretty good day for a defense. But they're not making those plays that we saw early in the year. There's no fumbles. There's no pick sixes. Uh, And if that's not happening, this team struggles. And it's going to be really tough heading into January. Well, they're going to play the Bills, and I think that's going to be an I think that's a loss. epic game. I can't wait. Uh, is that Cincinnati, in Foxborough? Cincinnati, obviously, next week. Uh, uh, I believe it's in Foxborough, yeah. Wait, is it Cincinnati next week? Yeah. We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah. It's nothing about the past, nothing about the future. It's right now we're preparing for Cincinnati. Well, that's probably a good that's call there, right, Bill, because if you don't knock them right. off, uh, you know, serious concerns. i got a big question for you about that coming up in the big questions, Seg, Chaz. Will, will, will the Bengals beat the Pats? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'd put a 50 on it. I'm not even taking the piss. Well, well, speaking of the Bills, uh, let's talk about their game against the Ravens because that was uh, a huge game, overshadowed by a lot lot of other storylines. But they're two AFC powerhouses. Let's not sugarcoat it. They are. Um, uh, uh, Let's not mince words. Is it better? Mm. Let's not. Terminology there. (laughs) Uh, We need a running table of all this. Yeah. Quotes we completely just, butcher. Just, um, but no, the Bills' defense, I mean, I know they gave up 24. They kind of played well against Lamar. Hey, that's the best offense in the league that we no one has been able to stop. Yeah, we weren't seeing the Lamar Jackson of old. They held, you know, 40 yards rushing is, is still unbelievable uh, for any quarterback. But, you know, 145 yards passing for Lamar. They did contain him a little bit. They kept him in the pocket. He wasn't doing those incredible RPOs um, that we were used to seeing. And they kind of cut down the receiving game. Uh, Mark Andrews, the tight end, one catch, 14 yards. Marquise Brown, negative two yards. Mm. Uh, glad he didn't bench him in fantasy. And then you had the Bills side of the ball and Josh Allen, under 50% of his passes. It was blowing a fucking Megan Gale. You're not expecting much from him. No. And he couldn't make those plays. Devin Singletary played well in the running game. He's looking but good. the Ravens win ugly, battle-tested, another quality opponent. And uh, out of them and the Niners, they're, they're primed for a playoff run. Absolutely. And that's what we learned about both these teams, Jazz, or what was confirmed rather, is that I think the Ravens found a new way to win. As mm. you said, they've knocked off just about every contender that you possibly could face. And plus the Bills took it to one of the best teams in the league. So if you're a Bills fan, I'm you've not to be feeling good. Yeah. You know, no. this is such a frisky team. They're a year ahead of schedule. Yep. I mean, no one expected this from them. And I, I love them. They're, they're a team uh, who I feel really get around each other because they're, yep. they're more than the sum of their parts. So the Bills go to Pittsburgh next week. Yes. Do you, do they win that game? Sunday night football first Bills Which Sunday was night flexed. football game. Yeah. Vikings Chargers has been moved. Shock and for Bills Steelers. That's where we are right now in the NFL. Yeah, wow. And that's not a Ben Roethlisberger Steelers. No, that I'm is talking, a devil I'm talking duck. duck fucks, talking Marty Hodges. Ducks Steelers Heinz Field against Josh Allen on primetime. Bring it BYO source. Let's get it for the fans. That's huge. Let's get it. NBSA saying, hey, let's blow fucking ends in here. <laughs> let's get we're not let's screwing get the, around let's get the big dicks on <laughs> I want to see Singletary break out for a run 
I want to see John Brown and some Chris. I want to see Browns. Washington on a deep fade. We haven't seen enough Cole Beasley this year. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get him out yeah, there. Give him some love. But, okay, so you think, I think the Bills beat the Steelers next week. I don't think it's an easy game, but I think they pull that out in Pittsburgh. Patriots literally get over by the, the Bengals 17-13 in one of the uglier games you'll see. So the Patriots then host the Bills week 16. I think Buffalo go in there and win that game. Yeah, when does that put them on the split? We'll have to check that out. Uh, and well, they'd be one and one. Scores. No, uh, sorry. Yeah. So, uh, so what would this... Okay. They'd be equal on schedule if the Bills beat them next, in week 16. Wow. Well, equal I mean, on wins, and then, yeah, the 1-1. You're, you're putting a lot on Cincinnati's plate there, Chas. I know. Yeah, certainly asking a fair bit. It's going to dictate the Jets and Dolphins in week 17 because the Jets are at Buffalo and Pats are hosting the Dolphins. Bly- Brian so be some big, Flores big knows changes. this offense, and I think he can shut them down. Uh, that- I think the Bills get the bye. I'm not even taking the piss. I hope they do, Chas. I think they do. I think the Patriots are a wild wait, the, card. Wait, the bye? Yeah, the I think the, the Patriots, the Bills replaced the Pats in the bye. I think the Patriots out straight away in the wild card. Yeah, but wouldn't like the Chiefs maybe move up to the bye spot? No, because nah, nah, they're 8-5. Nah. Yeah. Fuck. Bills, two seed. Oh, my God. Believe it. Josh Allen. We could, Bills, we could, Packers, we could, the best two seeds you've ever seen. We can only dream. We, uh, <laughs> we can only dream. Chaz. Oh, die. Quick speed round for us. Let's yeah. hit it. Big question uh, to start. This is not the big question, big question, but for the speed round, there are two teams desperate for some help in the wide receiver room. They are, of course, the Philadelphia Eagles, who are down to no one, and the New England Patriots, who are familiar with this character. Charlie, could you see Antonio Brown being signed before the end of the season due to desperation? No. How come? Because no one's ever that desperate. (laughs) Uh, Okay, other people on the couch include Des Bryant. Oh, he's, he's waiting to come back. Michael Irvin. <laughs> Marvin Harrison. Nate Burleson. Jerry Rice. He's out of contract with Good Morning Football. Hey, he's out there. He's ready to go. You know what says a lot about uh, Jordan Matthews and the Ward. Eagles don't want him? It's a, it's a tough spot for the big fella. Uh, Charlie, <laughs> what should our expectations of the Steelers be? Wild card? Compete Playoffs? in a wild card game. Okay. Yep. Feeling confident. <laughs> Is Drew Locke the answer in Denver? I think so. I think anytime you can beat Bill O'Brien in his house uh, and you get Von Miller's approval, I think I think you, I think you're a stud. Wait, what did Von Miller say about him? He's a bad motherfucker. Jeez. Bad motherfucker. All right, it checks out. Finally. Two big questions for you. Will Jameis Winston be back next year? Absolutely. Well, you gotta listen to this, because I got some stats for you. The big fella, Jameis Winston, age twenty-five. He's had 26 passing TDs, Chaz. He's thrown for 4,000 yards, 23 interceptions, five pick sixes, six wins, a rating of 84.9, and a completion percentage of 61.3. You know who has identical stats at the same age of 25 years old? Identical. Case Keenum. Peyton Manning. What? Peyton Manning, age 25, 26 passing touchdowns, over 4,000 yards, 23 picks, six pick sixes, and six okay. wins in 2001. Well, we'll pull that out. You can give him a six-year deal. I think so. I think and he puts bums on seats. You're not wrong, mate. You're never, gonna get, you're never bored. You're never bored in Tampa. I think this team is dysfunctional enough. I think they recognize the play they have in front of them. And I think if they want to really, really get those revenues up next year, they keep Jameis. I, I'm with you. I want to see Jameis stay yep. in Tampa. I want to see some more Tampa Bay primetime. I haven't seen enough. 
<laughs> I would have watched Colts Bucks. That would have been great. It yeah. would have been exciting. And OBJ, last one. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. The last question. The final question. Charlie King. The big report out is that OBJ wants out of Cleveland. Uh, this, of course, coming from, uh, I believe, Jay Glazer or one of those types of units. Who've, one of the great uh, chunky around. monkeys. Now, I can't confirm that, so you might have to Google that yourself if you're listening. But This show is so full of facts. It is, and it's very important that you do not sue us. But uh, apparently OBJ has been running up to different teams before and after games saying, get me out of here. And uh, get me out of here. He's got another year I, left I, in his contract. I, I dig his confidence. Uh, what do you think about OBJ on the move? Could you see it Go happen? through your agent for one, uh, but I do see him moving. I think Freddie Kitchens goes next year, but I don't see him staying in Cleveland. I know you're in Jarvis or his other boys from LSU days, but I think he goes to a genuine contender. He's been on the Giants and Browns, irrelevant franchises. Yep. I think if a team gives him a good enough offer, he's out of there. Well, it's, uh, no, so I think next year, I think, he's, team, I, I think team, he's gone. Do you think he demands a trade? Because yep. it's, it's Cleveland have his rights. It's up to yep. them what they do with him. Yep. So force his way out. Bit of a Jalen Ramsey type stuff. They're enough enough. And I think I can see him on I can see him on a decent team. Patriots. Packers. OBJ. <laughs> I like I mean, it. Against uh, opposite Devontae. Be fucking sickening. You know who needs Actually Valdez Scaling's kinda got that locked down. You know who needs a an off season? Baker Mayfield. These oh, press conferences are brutal. And his gotta be better. And uh, you know, we're 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 learning and uh, it's on me. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's actually a great bake. Got to execute. We didn't execute. Didn't execute. Got to execute. They did get a win over the weekend. They made plays and we didn't. So, uh, you know, comes later. <laughs> <laughs> they did get a win against the Bengals at home. So, there's that. <laughs> Jazz, that just about wraps us up for today. Uh, final parting words. For final parting words. Uh, fantasy season. What a year. Proud of my boys. Proud of Goliday. Proud of Coop. Um, Proud in saying that I'm never going to draft any one of those players ever again, <laughs> apart from Aaron Jones. Uh, and I wish you all the very worst luck next week. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you next week, guys.